swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Tramere Rovers, who's double dip, led to their world caving in, could be getting back to where they were in double quick time. Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back once again to This Is Trammy Instant Post Match Analysis Podcast. At This Is Trammy on Twitter, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at Paul Harper82, at Jake Keogh, double H, a 2 1 home win against Exeter. Um, didn't deserve it, in my opinion. Thought they were the better side, especially second half. But you take your wins however you can get them, certainly at this stage of the season. Um, Great to have the, the whole gang back together for this pod, isn't it? Jake, I believe you're in the east wing of Walton Nick. And um, can you confirm or deny the rumours that your brother is in the process of tattooing the plans of Walton Prison all over his body to enable your escape? Um, Probably best you don't say anything, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't quite ready for that question. Like, speaking of like um, daring escapes and you know yeah. escaping from prisons... That was a bit of a, you know, escape today, wasn't it? There's a segue for you. Um, mm. Jake, Slick. you're back, back on the, the post-match one for the first time in a while. What were your general thoughts of the game? Football's a funny old game, isn't it? Jake, was back, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we were fantastic and lost. This week, we were not fantastic at all. <laughs> Absolutely clung on and somehow won with two penalties. Both both penalties. Um, the second one especially looked a clear penalty, but uh, uh, before we got that second penalty off the handball, we didn't. We looked like we could have played all day without scoring. Yeah, we it was, like we could have played all day without getting a shot off. To be honest, it was poor, wasn't it? Um, but you know what? They're, they're the games where when you're back to what extra tough team to play. They, they were a tough team to play when we were down here two years ago. And no doubt, well, as we've seen, the same again this year. Um, but they're the games where when, you, when you're at the business end of the season and when you're battling at the top, when you're not playing well, can you still go and get the three points? And do you know what fair play we did? What do you think, Paul? Yeah, just looking at some of the stats, um, four shots in total we had. Two on target, which were the two penalties. <laughs> uh, one shot blocked and one off target so it's I mean it wasn't a day for creativity in front of goal but as Jake said like you gotta you gotta <laughs> take your wins when you however you can and 
we keep saying it without James Vaughan. We, we just don't seem to be creating too much in front of goal. And obviously two penalties today gave us two good opportunities to, to, to get get in front. Um, but it is a concern that we sort of don't seem to be creating too much you know, out of uh, free play. But yeah, three points. I, like I said the other night, Matt, like, it doesn't matter. We could play absolutely terribly as long as we get the three points. It doesn't. It doesn't matter, especially at this stage of the season. Results are all that matter. That, that's the all important thing. Keep the pressure on those top three teams. Obviously, I know a, a few games where um, teams playing each other today, so um, we haven't made ground maybe on um, some teams, but but other teams have uh, have dropped points. So it's all there to play for. We've got some big games coming up against some of those teams that are in around us. Just need to keep grinding it out. The, the players look knackered, to be honest. And obviously, with all these games that we've been playing, that's going to be the case. And obviously, rotation to a degree. But um, yeah, we just need to keep grinding out results however however we can. I think the takeaway from it is the main one that we've all said is that we, we do look this week, Grimsby and today, just tired, don't we? Like that incisiveness, that that pace, that um, the incisiveness is the word that, that we had up until like well, even this week. You think obviously Vaughan missing, you're going to miss that cutting edge. But them little, even last Sunday we were playing some lovely one-touch football. Again, can you blame the pitch? We keep going back to it every time, don't we? It's not conductive to. Playing football on is it the home pitch? Unfortunately, <laughs> we go to Colchester on Tuesday, and I don't I mean, know what their pitch, pitch is pitch. like. Yeah, um, but it's the same for both sides. So, you know, yeah. they'll be distraught at how they've lost that game. But like Jake said, we played fantastically last Sunday. Played some great football. Didn't get the rub of the green. They had one chance, one real chance in the whole game. You could argue Otis Carnes was a big chance as well, but one clean one on one. And they we didn't have, we we, yeah, but we didn't have many chances either, really. No, but from, open, from open play, maybe two or three chances. At well, last Sunday, yeah, Otis last Harns, yeah. George Ray had the one blocked, and then yeah, there was a couple uh, of blocked shots. There, Danny, Danny Lloyd, Lloyd had his blocked. Other than but that, then, you mean we didn't create? We got in some good positions, but we didn't really create clear cut chances. And obviously, without a, an out and out centre forward on the pitch, maybe that's. You know that that was the difference. A centre forward can make something out of nothing. You know, with those balls that are going into the penalty area, that maybe you know a Lewis or whoever it was, you know, didn't anticipate as well. But yeah, it's it's going to be a struggle until he's back in the team. I think well, just scoring the goals. But if did either of you nick those one nils? Then yeah, all, all well and good. Did either of you see Keith Hill's pre-match interview about when where the Ascot James won? No. Um, no, well, I heard about it though. It wasn't. I don't want to be negative after a win, but he, he's very. I don't know. He, it's it was quite defensive his reply. It was. He said about it maybe being disrespectful to the other players to say like, if we had James Owen, we could have won. If we had this, we had that. Mm-hmm. And in some senses, it is. But he can call it disrespectful. But at the end of the day, it's. If you it's... take the top scorers of any team, it's it's true. Yeah, but he yeah. got he got really defensive and really like you know he, in a professional way he basically said shut the fuck up going on about James Vaughan. Well, mm. um, 
I can see why you do that. The fact of the matter is, though, that we we don't look anywhere near as threatening without him in the team. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. That's fact. And as I say, when it's your top scorer, it happens to any club. But yeah, it's yeah. a fact that we are not... You could probably back it up with stats if you had to, that the games with James Warren and the games without James Warren, probably the, the clear-cut chances we're creating, the amount of shots we're getting off. Um, I imagine that they'll have all have dropped quite significantly. So... We, we are missing him, and we're, I think we're going to be massively missing him. He said it could be four to six weeks, hopefully near as a four. Yeah. Um, I imagine I, I I haven't seen what the I haven't worked out what the final date is for the season, but I imagine four weeks of having back for mid April, so he'd be back for yeah, at least some games, games, and then yeah. touch wood if we don't make automatics um, and end up in the playoffs. Touch wood, we even get playoffs. It, it you know it's still tight, um, but. Let's say we get playoffs, hopefully James Vaughan could be back for that. Well, the thing with Vaughan, like you said, Jake, you take any team's top scorer out, certainly one who's that pivotal, who scored however many you know percentage goals for us this season, any team will struggle, and even more so at this level where we can't go in, You know, we haven't got a ready-made replacement. We've just got short in January you know, of the two players who weren't playing because our system suited that. And what hasn't helped as well with Vaughan being out is Kane Woolery's form this week has taken a dive. I thought he was brilliant at um, at Wembley last Sunday, but like he just seems nothing. He seems like half a yard slow. His first touch has been poor. And to be fair, nothing's fell for him. On I did, see, yeah, I did see. I did see a bit of Keyfield's interview, and he said like Kane hasn't played ten games in a row, back to back, sort of midweek Saturday. For a long, long time, he, he's just knackered, and a lot of the a lot of the players will be. They will be. Poor, um, but remember, and that's, that's going to it is going to affect the performance. It's the same for but, every team. Every well, team's playing Tuesday, yeah. Saturday, aren't they? No, but the in in the in the case of Kane Woolery, he's been sort of injury ravaged for the last two or three years, and he hasn't he hasn't got that sort of. Um, the reps. sustained, yeah, the kind he of the, he hasn't got the reps in his body to build yeah, up to be used it. to. The rough and tumble of constant, yeah. And I think whereas someone like Peter Clark has, yeah, exactly, yeah. Despite the and fact he's ten he's, years older, yeah. And the, you know, Jay Spearman, some, somewhat, he, he doesn't miss a game, yeah. Um, whereas Woolery hasn't really been a regular in, and you know, in terms of he's playing ninety minutes week in, week out, twice a week. So I think it's just catching up with him, unfortunately, and it might be a case that. You know, I know he was subbed towards the end today. Um, and obviously, I don't know where Corey was today. Was he injured or whatnot? But uh, he would be Strange sort of one, a, re- a, re- a replacement if, if we did want to rest him. But well, it's one of, got, one of them where it's all hands on the deck now. And we, we've you know, got the players a, got to put themselves on the line to to get to, to get us these, uh, these, these points we need. We've got a free midweek. Um, a week, not not this coming week. Obviously, we go to uh, Colchester, but the following week, the week before Easter, we've got no midweek game. The only midweek game is Carlisle Crawley, so that is the last chance to for the players. Obviously, we play Saturday and then we play Good Friday live on Sky against Cheltenham. Mm. So that is you know as close as we're going to get to a full week off. It's six days off. Are you suggesting we arrange a friendly? I'm suggesting, mate. <laughs> me and you go down there and have a game of heads and V's with the squad. <laughs> no, absolutely, no days off. Tunnel of death, red Rest arse, for the week. sleep yeah. for the week. Yeah, especially Kane Woolery. Get him in. <laughs> Double sessions. 
yeah, triples. A lot of people have had a, have been quite critical of Keith Hill this week, and he was very defensive about you know, saying it was a good point. And I was very negative after the game on on Wednesday. It was just so poor to watch, wasn't it? But one thing I'll say about Hill is he's similar to Mickey in the he he protects his players in his interviews, and that can come across as quite hostile to the fans. Certainly, it doesn't help that you know we've been quite hostile to him from the start. Certain sections, I think all of us at one time or another. Um, and I think what he's doing is all the time when he's saying these things in, in his presses is he, he's protecting the squad, he's protecting yeah. the players, and it, it works because all people talk about is him. Mm, and at the end of the yeah. day, if we win these games like like today, which I I don't think we did deserve to, but it's one of them. Did Bolton deserve to win today? Bolton deserved to win ten in the last twelve by all accounts, no. And we've played, in my opinion, terribly in two games this week, but we've got four points. Yeah. And you look at the league table today, and you, you look at the early kickoffs today, a quick little look through the the, um, the scores. Leighton Orient went to Newport and won. Carlisle got turned over by Stevenage. And then, you know, Cambridge Forest Green, could you have said a draw would have been the better result? Maybe. Cambridge win 1-0. Cheltenham get the job done against Salford. But, you know, Morecambe get a first-minute own goal and go and win at Harrogate. You look at the league table... We're in a hell of a position here with 11 games to go. You know, we get, um, we could theoretically, okay, we couldn't go second on Tuesday, not unless we win by 14 goals. But um, we could be in the top three. I think getting in that top three will be, you know, psychologically, don't you think? If we could just get in that top three for the first time, or would you like to be the first time we get in the top three is on the final day of the season? And <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was quite like that. Everything riding on it. And then we just sneak that top spot. I don't know if I could take that, Paul. It was our final game. Do you know what? I'm Colchester at home. Colchester at home, which sounds is like it? a decent game, doesn't it? Mm. Penultimate game is Forest Green. So. Yeah, big one. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of big games coming up. Obviously, you've mentioned the Cheltenham. We've got to play... Um, We've still got to play Cambridge as well, I think. Our fixture list, Paul reads, our final 11 games, we go to Colchester on Tuesday, then we host Mansfield uh, next Saturday, then we have a full week off before Good Friday, we go down to Cheltenham, we on Sky, um, Easter Monday we host Cambridge, that's a big weekend, isn't it, Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, following week we play Scunthorpe at home, then we, uh, sorry, we, we go to Scunthorpe, then we go to Walsall, then we play Salford at home. Then we've got Bradford away. Then we go to. Uh, then we play Barrow at home, and in the final two games, Forest Green away, Colchester at home. Like, yeah, so we've still got to play four to five of the top top seven or eight teams. Cambridge, so. Forest Green, yeah, Salford, yeah, Cheltenham. It's 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 in our hands. It is. Yeah, yeah. If we get that's what I say. We just got to yeah. just got to keep plugging away, getting those results. It doesn't matter how how good performances are now. It's just gonna it's just gonna be a case of roll your sleeves up, bodies on the line, and you know just nick those one nils if we have to. Until obviously uh, we can get you know a bit more of a free a free score in their side uh, together with uh, with Vorney back. But yeah, we're in a great position, and I don't think there's any denying that. I think it's just obviously the manner of the performance the other night, which was most disappointing. Yeah, and then obviously Keith Hill coming out and saying it was a very positive, positive point. And obviously, if you look back on it, 
and we win the league by a point, then you could say that that point was all important. But at that time, when you're watching it and you're just pulling your hair out because it's, you know, we weren't playing very well. It does seem, you know, most disappointing, but that's that's football. That's football. Dead air. Love it. Great, yeah. great to have you back, Jake. It's, it's, funny old, <laughs> it's a funny old game. It's, I've been looking at Colchester. They haven't won a game the last 20 games. They were that oh win God. in their last 20 games. Are you joking? No. Jesus wept. Um, oh, well, well, they're due, they're due a win then. Yeah, it's my concern. Like, <laughs> you know, that is honestly right. Like, that is how I look at, at everything, and I hate it. <laughs> but, like, say, like, I'll, I'll play a little accumulator today, and I'll be looking through. And you can have oh, the best team in form and the lowest team in form. And you can't touch it because that lowest team in form is due a win. And Colchester mm-hmm. a due a win. And do you know <laughs> what that means? They've been due a win for quite some time, to be fair. Yeah. Ironically, they'd won eight of the first 16. Yeah, they were flying. <laughs> Add to that as well, they haven't scored in the last five games. Oh, so 20 God. without a win, no goals in five. Lump on. A plus three victory for Colchester on on Tuesday night, everyone. No, just an absolute. It's going to be another terrible watch. Absolute dog of a game. One nil Colchester. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One shot on target all game. Paul, I'll tell Paul you now. Be on target to be deflected in. Paul, I'm not doing the pod on Tuesday if that happens. I'll say now. Okay. Yeah. You know, what I said this I is, that might confident. be a good omen, Matt, because I said that about the Forest Green game that time. And we went on to win three two. So hopefully, pe- hopefully people pre booking podcasts off for bad results <laughs> will be a good omen of things to come. We'll have to take turns to do it. Speaking of um, pre booking things, Jake, um, it was brought to our attention by a little tweet this morning before the game. Um, what I want to say, because, well, Paul, said Jake, just week, go on. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We are. Doesn't no. stop your brother. How's your brother getting a tattoo of Walton Jail's plans on his body then? Look, what he does, you've, you've what slipped he does, up there. Where it be le- I didn't slip up. You <laughs> made that public information. Um, what he does on the outside world, if he wants to risk going to jail, that's up to him. I, for one, I'm going to stick to social distance and measures. And unless someone can get a tattoo gun on the end of a two meter stick in an outdoor situation then unfortunately at the moment it can't happen well you're speaking to the right guy well, i mean it has been two years yeah well the pandemic you know paul time flies <laughs> paul are you time buying flies when you're not having fun i'll right let me speak to my mate leroy and i'll see what i can do about that two meter stick okay see if i can rustle something up for you I, I still write. Someone promising. said J.K. is not a man of his word, which obviously is good. Um, he's got every right to believe that. At the minute, I still stand by without putting a time limit on it that it will happen. <laughs> well, well, all I'll say, mate, is the pressure's on, isn't it? It is. When, I, when I'm getting called out for not being a man of my word on the internet, yeah, it really is on. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> Well, should we go through some of the tweets that people have uh, kindly sent us? Oh, please do, Paul. Um, right, Andrew Sullivan says, hard for gritty win. 
thought the lads battled for the shirt today. Sometimes the creative have our own problems, but gave them and gave them far too much unnecessary possession. Lloyd was fantastic when he came on. Feeney ever present out um, outball. Ever present outball. Whether does that make sense? I know. Yeah, massive three points roll on Tuesday. Ian Jones says uh, performances matter little when you pick up three points. Yeah, exactly what we've been saying. Uh, Tom Gill says Keith might be listening, so I'll just call it a glorious performance and hope he doesn't bang me out after his post post match interview. Well said. <laughs> uh, Alex Duncan says buzzing with the win. Let's go for top three now. Not you. Um, Daniel Clausen says not the best of performances but a win is a win yes Colin Simpson says get PH to give a big shout out to Mark Holmes's baldy head so I'm shouting out Mark Holmes's baldy head there you go um, enemy of the Jedi <laughs> says uh, didn't really deserve to win that game extra much better side but at this stage of the season it's points not performance the matter yeah. Um let me see if I can get any ones that don't say that cliche. Um here we go. The JKO fan club say Penmere Rovers two, Exeter Shitty one. Um, <laughs> what a fantastic tweet to the oh, day. Yeah, I always like that lot. Gutted not to see a Jake Capri step over. He said it is step over is nearly as predictable as Scott Davis's time wasting. Yeah. It was great to see it back point. at Bretton Park, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Getting like, tackled by Callum McDonald in injury time. <laughs> Wonderful. Love to see it. Um, Paul Davis says that uh, Matt's kebab will taste a bit better tonight. Oh, it's been two weeks, you know, since I've had a donut as well. Mm. For, for various reasons, so I can't fucking wait, mate. And Tasha's already going like, what Like you said, what do you mean you've got to do the podcast? And I'm like, look, look you know, she's like a ravenous female, and we all know I can feel the daggers, and she sat downstairs. Uh, Callum Dyer says massively important win need to keep the pressure on and continue that into Tuesday Dan Howie says massive win although we were poor just hopefully uh, just hopeful digs from distance uh, for them another nil-nil would have been a fair result um, all we did all we needed to do after Tuesday or after Wednesday I think he means um, Sean Stokes says good to see that uh, Danny, Manny, do well after yeah. coming on. At least we, at least we found a way to win. Tuesday is massive. Sorry, Keith. It's all about perform uh, results now. And Colchester is shocking. Oh no. Um, what has he said that for? Um, John RTFC says massive win. We lack up front, which is concerning, as I've mentioned previously. Uh, but we grinded out result. Jay Spearing is man of the match. Can't argue too much with that. Yeah, uh, I'd give. I'd go along with that. Um, let's see uh, Declan Evans three massive points in capital letters um, really have to up the performance levels for Tuesday though we have to be more creative and stop the aimless on balls yeah it was a bit frustrating the, all the long balls going up to uh, Nugent in the first half when he was not winning a header uh, Dan TRFC says uh, not the best performance but all about the points I have to step it up next week against a very poor Colchester big win hopefully gives us a little more um, a big win hopefully to give us a little bit more with the goal difference 
I don't think you should be expecting that, to be fair. I'd take a 1-0 right now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, let me see. Everyone's just saying it's all about the results. Um, Rich Parry says, um, and a shout-out to him, because he helped me with my internet problems, so thank you to him. What was it for um, in the end? Well, I've just rebooted the router, I've rebooted my laptop, I've rebooted everything, basically, so I've just turned everything off and back on in. And uh, it seems to be working all right. Bit of Johnny Vaughan on there, no doubt. So Rich Barry with some real technical advice there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've uh, um, renewed my IP address as well, so they can't well, catch me out. When you've done anyway, that amount of dodgy stuff, Paul, you yeah. normally do need to renew your IP. Yeah. Have you got a VPN? No, I don't. Mass while I remember. Yeah. Anyway, should we just... I need to speak to you about IPs after this. Probably best to leave that off, off air, Jake, because you don't know I mean let's let's not you're already in prison, I don't want to join you. Okay. Anyway, Rich Parry says teams <laughs> the team looks knackered across the park. We need to rest players, but we haven't got opportunity to. Um yeah. We we've got so. that week coming up, haven't we? It, it, get through this week. Try and get some results. Colchester and um, Mansfield and you know, then give the players the week off, Paul. That's what I say. Mm. Uh, Mike Wallace says supporting Tramir is not good for your health. Um, although we did say seven points from nine would be a good return. Yeah. Massive game against Colchester now. Uh, Rob Mack says good shithouse performance. Uh, subs were key. Lloyd and Lewis both so effective. Very good point. Um, let's see. Anything different? Anything different? Jimmy Dolphin says a draw would have been fair, but he doesn't care. That's a nice little rhyme there. Um, hopefully on Tuesday we'll be able to play faster, have a bit more room on a bigger pitch against a team with zero confidence. Is it a bigger pitch at Colchester? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be worrying too much about the size of the pitch. Um, Alex White points out that he absolutely loved Higgy on the comms, heading and kicking every ball and shouting away. It was... Um, yeah, something to something to hear on the comms there. Uh, Rob Denman says, um, the better the pitch, the better we play. Not uh, not that we want to draw anything about the uh, the pitch. Um, Don't get mad started. <laughs> uh, TRFC Australia, good morning to you. Um, Danny Lloyd is a legend. Not overstating that. Uh, needs to be signed for uh, beyond this season. Crucial for Nugent to get a goal for his confidence. Uh, previous Tramir teams would have crumbled with the lo- loss of our leading scorer, but we roll on. Good point. Mm, I don't yeah. think confidence was really an issue for... Well, I don't know, it may have been, but I think it's more the WD-40 that... <laughs> Maybe the problem for David Nugent at the minute. Yeah, that's it. Um, and in, te- in terms of the Lloyd comment, couldn't agree more. If you look at... He has been brilliant. Th- the shot, your favourite one, Paul, the shot come cross. Um, cross come shot, mate. Same thing, whatever. See, your favourite one. Tomato, tomato, it's come a, shot. An aggressive way. ejaculation. Yeah, um, but anyway, if you look at that's why his computer's you, not working. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to football. If you look at the, the ball he, he got onto the end of, and then the one in the 90th minute where he, he won the free kick in the corner flag. Yeah, 
Danny, look, you you love that kind of player. Prenton Park with fans inside would absolutely love yeah. Danny Lloyd. When, yeah, the, when you that one in the last minute, like and, you said, Jake. I was like, go on. It was like a goal, wasn't it? When he and like their player fouling yeah. him by the corner flag. You go, what are you doing, you idiot? Like what an yeah, idiot! Just, Brilliant. Like, you'd rather him score than bring him down there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, honestly, uh, like I can't wait for the fans to be back in with Danny Lloyd. With, with, with a lot of the players, obviously, we haven't experienced most of them at the minute. Peter Carson. this season. We had a few games off. So hopefully not this season, though. If you want to go up. Um, lost every game with fans in. Yeah, I suppose Fortress Trenton Park isn't quite as <laughs> fair, is it? With <laughs> with the cavalry. Mm. Denise Hayes sends us a nice uh, meme of uh, Bruce Forsyth, rest in peace, and um, with the phrase, "What do points make? Prizes." wasn't a very good Bruce Forsyth impression, I apologise. No, was um, that an impression? <laughs> I thought you were just reading that on your own voice. No, it was, I was trying to do an impression. Anyway, moving on. Um, Katie Sloan says, lucky to win that, but take the three points. Um, Will Fiderman says, uh, massive three points, level with third, and only three points behind second with two games in hand. So he wants to, you know, rejig the, the league table on that and on that point. Um Rob Tyler says, I'm just hoping Vaughan is back very soon as I can't see where we are going to get goals from. Um everywhere else. If everyone chips in with one goal each between now and the end of the season. There's a lot of one nils there. There's eleven one nils. Well, if we get Woolery, like if Woolery can find the shooting boots again, he should have scored today, shouldn't he? With that header, it's point blank, six yard box, great ball in by Feeney. All he's got to do is put his fod on it, and he somehow puts it wide. He needs needs a bit of luck, but like he he was, you know, before this week, he was in fine form, wasn't he? He was looking at yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Like you say, maybe the rest next week will do him good. Yeah. Does wearing shooting boots affect your heading? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, head, that's good to know. You shoot the boots, put your head and insoles in. Ah, mm. uh, right, okay. Yeah, Will Amos says, um, can't Davis just not dive on the ground so early, please? Discuss. Um, oh, I, I keep lagging out, so I didn't know, I didn't know I'd lagged out again then. Yeah, um, Davis diving on the ground so early. I didn't bring it up last week. I really wanted to and didn't. I tell <laughs> us he made last week's goal. I know we're talking about X3, but I need to go back to this now. Now that someone else has given me the chance to mention it. Yes, it was a one-on-one. Yes, you've got to be kind to your keeper. I thought last week he should have done a lot better. I thought he went down before Aidan McGee had even played the pass. So by the time Gooch went through on goal, like his mind was made up on what he was doing. So I know exactly what he means with Davis committing to ground 25 seconds before the shot. <laughs> but anyway, great three points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben Marsh says, up the woeful footballing, penalty gifted, three-point robbing, no shot having, super whites. There we go. Um... Tom, Tom Davis says didn't even create a chance but scored two 12 more of that please 
Uh, well, 11 more now. Um, Fletch says, Feeney played great today. Lloyd battled well. Grounded out. Um, up the fucking tram, yeah. Paul J just says, how did we win that? And that's about it, really. I'm getting that's in the neck here, Paul, on Twitter. I said it was an absolute scandal that we've won that game, and I'm getting it in the neck from people. They're going... Really? I, I just think... Why? I think the argument they're saying is we were poor, but so were they. But mm. I'm like, well, yeah, saying it, it, we, I don't think either team deserved to win it. A draw was probably a fair result. If any, either team deserved to win it, it was them, wasn't it, really? I think they, they were less poor than us. Yeah, exactly. It, it's not a matter of who was the better side. It was who was the less poor side, and it was but, it was them. But again, we, you know, how many times have we been the better side and lost? Or, you know, last yeah. week, for instance, or... Just in general, so yeah, I think we'll all it take that. It evens itself we? out, doesn't it, over the course of a season? I always say, and I've, I think everything in football evens itself out over the course of a season. The luck you get and you don't get, same decisions, penalties, results. Yeah, to them two pens today, like you know, on another day we don't get either of them, and it's a different game, isn't it? But it's, on another um, day you certainly don't get the first one. Yeah. Okay. Um, again, I think. I think the second one I thought was now. Obviously, the I follow um, stream isn't always great in terms of how clear things are. But I thought it, it from what I could see, it looked nailed on his arm. Looked his arm clean out. Under uh, the I new rules, wrong, isn't that's it? Yeah. How it Under the new rules, it's a penalty, whether we like it or not. Yeah. By the way, we haven't even mentioned George Ray. Oh yeah. Um, I accidentally texted Lydia about that. I was that stressed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was speaking, texting a friend about the game as we were watching it. And in a a blind panic after watching the replay even flip over the the barrier, I texted Lydia saying, ooh, that doesn't look good on George Ray's hips. Have you seen the photo of him from behind the horde and straight after? No, but I imagine that's also not, not a pretty sight. Yeah, someone said apparently he went over and like his his like shins hit the the board and he flipped and he banged his head on like the, there's a big deep step, isn't there, at the yeah. bottom of the, the cow shed. So I think by all accounts he's okay, but it was one of them with the concussion protocol and stuff. He couldn't have played on. Manny Monfe did great. Didn't put a foot wrong, did he? Yeah, um, that's what we on. need. Everyone to to step up. It's yeah. going to be. There's going to be injuries between now and the end of the season. We need those I those lads rides. to be ready on the sidelines. Well. Yeah, rides did well when he came on. I thought the subs, you know, you, you know, didn't have a massive impact. But Danny Lloyd scores the winning goal with a penalty. The one bit of quality in the second half was what led to the penalty. A, a couple of little moves. Feeney puts Wallery in down there. It's a whip in. You know, that's the one bit of quality we put in the second half, and we win a penalty from it. Um, what are your thoughts on Blacker Taylor then being just bombed out completely? Must be. It's very strange. Yeah, I was is, about to say, is there anything to confirm his fitness or the only thing I saw before the game was um, that Hill said there was no fresh injuries. Um, yeah, I, yesterday no, I, I said and, that. And, you know, you can take that with a pinch of salt, really. Yeah. But, um, However, to be fair, in his presser, he didn't say there was no one carrying knocks. He said. The lads, he said, everyone should be in ken- in contention for the weekend, and yeah. if not, I'll imagine they'll be ready for Tuesday. Yeah. So, I say there's no like, 
if, if there was, it, it'll be more interesting then if he's out the squad again on Tuesday, because then you can't even look at that. You can say, well, if there's an injury we haven't heard of, then I'm sure it'll get asked about and it'll be on YouTube. I don't know, like Twitter tonight of what what's happened with Corey. I don't know about anyone else like with him, but you know he's gone from hasn't he being our best player back in like November December. Yeah, we really we were, like, made that difference to being just like I didn't think he was any worse than anyone else on on Wednesday nights. I thought he was one of our better players, and I was surprised to see him hooked because the thing with someone like him is. He can always make something happen, can't he? I understand if he's not doing his defensive duty, but I thought he did do his defensive duty on Wednesday. And someone like him who, who can, you know, we haven't got many players who've got pace who can beat a man, and he is that. And I think that's always worth, at the very least, a place on the bench, isn't it? Certainly always, when we, we haven't got our main striker playing. Yeah, always kind of half makes me chuckle, the fact that... Um, you ask your attacking players to trap back and stuff, and obviously you want you needed to do a a job for the team and the shape and everything. But the fact that he's a pacey winger probably means he's not very good at defending. So, so yeah, I don't think he's still kind of trap back. Right. But I don't, I don't think you can write a, def- a winger off your right ball. Yeah. You shouldn't write wingers off because. Because they don't chop back. Duties. I remember saying it about him last year, saying, you know what, if if he performs to the level he can, which, as I always say, I think on his day he's absolutely outstanding. Um, and if he can somehow find the consistency to want to either want to perform like, like that every week or just find the consistency to do that every week, whatever it is that seems to be stopping him, I'd be willing to... Let the last rest of the lads carry him, and let mm. let them do his defensive duties. Let other people tuck him because when you're that effective going up the other end of the pitch, you can't really be scrutinised. It's just whether, as I say, whether he can he can do it. Or, or, almost at the minute, whether he can do it in back to back games. Never mind whether he can do it consistently. It looks like he can't do it two games in a row at the minute, unfortunately. But like in the running, especially it'd be different if Vaughan is still fit. Without our main striker, we need creativity, goals, forward-thinking play from everyone on the pitch, and like he has to be worth a place minimum on the bench. Who knows? Maybe he'll start on Tuesday um, down at Colchester. It's certainly the type of game that might suit him. You know, like you know, a team. I know it's not the same with without fans, but the home team normally have to come out a little bit more, don't they? And have a little bit more of a go. A team in the form of them, no wins in twenty, no goals in five. You just want you just want us to get at you like first half versus South End where we just dominated them yeah. and killed the game off. Go out and do that. All about the early goal. Oh All yeah, early, early goal. goal. If we can get if we get an early goal, that's them head down. They're gonna they're gonna struggle. Um so if you you need to get out of the blocks nice and quick and play with a real intensity in that first ten, fifteen minutes, kill them off. Early doors. I call that the poor harbour stars. Straight out there. <laughs> yeah, and then like ben, you, ben Johnson then you sold the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, should be uh, should be a good game. Should be a good game, and hopefully we can uh, we we don't become that side that falls to their their abysmal record. Yeah. 
Let's hope not. I should apologise first. I've been speaking a bit weird on this. I said this on a Wednesday, Paul, that, like, I've got the mother of all mouth ulcers on the centre of my tongue at the front. I bit my tongue last week. I don't know how. Just, you know, I, I, I always seems to do it. And, like, it's manifested itself into this horrible mouth ulcer. So, like, every time I speak, it hurts. I've got Ambrosol on it, but, like, it doesn't seem to work. Um, so I'm speaking with, like, a slight lisp to try and lessen the pain. That win has helped. It's weird, isn't it? How Trammy winning helps. And lots of chilli sauce on this donna is going to numb yeah. it completely so I won't be able to feel a thing. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so, <laughs> before we sign off, which I think we're going to very shortly, big thank you to the Trammy Rovers Official Sports Club for their help uh, with our running costs, our official sponsors, so thank you to them. Um, a big thank you to all the Trammy fans who helped with the uh, the internet problem that I put on Twitter last night. So, yeah, thank you to everyone who chipped in, including the one that said, um, is it because I've had my jab that my internet is not working? Could be. I didn't even think of that. But could, so, could be. You never know, Paul. Yeah. Conspiracy theories. Guess yeah. what happened to Corey Blackett-Taylor? Mm-hmm. We need to find out Corey Blackett-Taylor's had his jab. I bet, he be- I bet you he believes in some conspiracies, doesn't he? Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's always a winger, and a winger's always going to believe. Look, Adam Dawson. Adam Dawson. There you yeah, go. I guarantee that man is not a Um, do you, do you guys follow him on, on Instagram? God, no. <laughs> I do. I, I know. I think I know what's have coming you, here, Paul. Have you seen, have you seen all the, uh, the videos? What's step overs on his own. Oh uh, yeah, just like he's just filming himself doing step overs and fancy flicks and stuff. That's it's basically showing why he isn't playing professional football anymore. Yeah, he's not doing any actual training, is he? He's just doing keepy ups. <laughs> it's like that. Does, it's not applicable. There's a reason why, like the world you know, trick champion, keepy uppy champion, isn't a professional footballer because yeah. those skills. Like, oh. <laughs> I liked him when he played for us as well. Certainly the first time, I thought it was a right breath of fresh air. But... God, what a what a character! I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Thank you very much for listening. This has been this Trammy. We'll be back on Tuesday. It might not. It might it might just be me because uh, you two have basically said you're not coming on if we don't win. So, well, the performance. I will be in Cambridge. Oh, shouting! So, chances are I will not. Be watching. However, let's see where Cambridge are on Tuesday. See, they're not pl- not playing. Well, fucking good for them. I'm not <laughs> lazy bastards. <laughs> but yeah, I okay, then we'll away. <laughs> Certainly won't be starting Cambridge, Matt. Anyone else in that area playing? <laughs> um, no. To be honest, I, I could take a, a short, short walk to Southend. Uh, oh yeah, they're playing Walsall. An extremely long walk to Southend. Yeah, it has absolutely. South and Warsaw will have hopefully absolute no relevance to Tramia come the end of the season. That would be a concern if it did, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, if we end up anywhere near South End between now and the end of the season, league table wise, I will be hugely disappointed. There'd be some real crazy results going on if that happened at both ends of the table. I don't even know if that's mathematically possible. Oh dear, Wait, I'm getting... All due respect to self-end, I think it's time to wrap that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy your Donna, Matt. 
Enjoy your tea, Jake, whatever you're having. I'm having chicken and chips, I think. Oh, lovely. So, uh, yeah. Have you shouted out? Have, you given, have we done the shout out to Tramier's Sports Association? Yeah, we have, yeah. Oh, Sporters God. Club, not the Sports Association. Yeah, well, we yeah. can shout them out as well. They're unofficial. All the lads, looks at the boys, got a lot of good gear out in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Get a buy yeah. in it. We'll be back on Tuesday night. Hopefully, another three points and hopefully a better performance, but. Who are we to complain if we keep winning? Exactly. Enjoy your Saturday.